All right, let's get this session fired up. It's a fresh week, Monday, August 29th, 2022. I appreciate all of you guys for joining me today. We have just surpassed 40,000 subscribers on YouTube over the weekend. I am so grateful that we've been able to spread this message so far, so wide, and it is all because of you guys helping me do this deal. So if you can, when you see this content, when you see some of my uh, other videos that I'm posting, my shorts as well, all I ask is that you guys share the message as far and as wide as we can go, and let's try to help out as many people as possible. Take advantage of the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. I am your host, Zach Rector. We got a new studio set up, a little, little bit of updates going on over here. Super excited to share that with you guys. Fresh lighting. We got the stand-up desk behind me. We're going to be doing some reporting from the stand-up desk straight out of the XRP newsroom, so I'm really looking forward to that. But without further ado, let's get straight on into our update. Today's video is called uh, Fresh Ripple FUD. So we're going to be talking about some of the most recent stories that are being circulated right now. Uh, some accusations being made against our CEO, Brad Garlinghouse. We will explain that. Before we get into that, market update. Bitcoin at the time of this recording is trading at 19900 Your Ethereum is at 1475 And our XRP is at $0.33. Cents, okay? So the market teetering on the edge here. We're going to be continuing to watch this one because it does look like it's about to break down further. I will show you guys some of the technical analysis here shortly. To get started, though, over $10 trillion has been wiped out from the U.S. stock market in 2022. That is a transfer of wealth right there, folks. And I'm here to tell you that the big guys are losing as well. So if your crypto portfolio has been beat up, if your investments are down right now, don't beat yourself up. I'm taking advantage of this opportunity to acquire the assets that I know have utility and are going to be running the new financial system, key parts of the new financial system. But as this market comes down, as the recession continues on, the situation in the streets is getting tense. Zero Hedge reporting that violent crime rocks Sweden ahead of elections. And we already have a huge super chat from Brody. Brody Athey, thank you. God bless you, brother. Lifting you and your channel up in prayer. Thank you for the info. God bless you. God bless you all. Thank you so much, guys. Violent crime rocking Sweden ahead of elections. Now, we've been talking about this. We're going into another election cycle here in the United States. Stay safe. Stay ready, guys. It is uh, going to get interesting. Ang this is from Wall Street Silver. Angry people in Pakistan storming the office of the local electricity company following sky-high electricity bills and frequent power cuts. They are desperate and don't know where to place responsibility for their dire situations. Hint, it is not the electricity company. That is right. It is the politicians that sold you out. You need to take it to the houses. Uh, uh, sorry, I can't say too much, actually. Hold the politicians that sold out your country accountable. It is not the electrical company, right? It is these private central bankers that were able to buy out your politicians that sold you out, okay? But anyways, we continue to watch this situation in Pakistan. Um, there was just m mobs in the streets over this last weekend. And uh, this is really picking up, getting really tense out here. And we haven't even made it into winter yet. Now we have this uh, from Telegraph. Cash has just five years left, warns ATM boss. I'm not gonna share the article, but you guys already know the deal where I stand with this. It is only a matter of time before they get rid of cash completely, in my opinion. They roll out the CBDCs. But before they do that, they gotta, they gotta create the need, they gotta create the demand for people to want to go cashless. Now, many of the younger generation doesn't care, 
But I think that this debt liquidity crisis and I think that we're going to run into a cash shortage, actually, as you're seeing in some of these other countries like Sri Lanka, they were short on cash, short on gas, and then they had riots in the streets. So I think that uh, problem, reaction, solution always is their motto, the, the order out of chaos. So we will continue to watch that. Now, Wall Street Silver reporting from the Census Bureau, 3.8 million renters will likely be evicted in the next two months. Why the rental crisis keeps getting worse. So just another data point in regards to the real estate situation. I'm interested to see when the mortgages and the foreclosures will start to roll in. It seems like they've just continued to push everything back, further back. We're forgiving student loan debt, but we're not going to um, pull the plug yet on the mortgage delinquencies, but they're not forgiving those loans. They're not forgiving the mortgages, but uh, you know, it seems like they've just been playing games. And I don't know if we're going to start to see a wave of foreclosures or what. There was so much equity that people got over the last uh, you know, few years, last decade really, that it really covered them, I think, from a bigger foreclosure crisis occurring. But um, we're starting to see a record amount of properties hating the market and staying on the market during this time. And it's going to be interesting to see here the renters, 3.8 million renters being evicted. We now have the average rent in America up to 2000 Peter Schiff says, what happens if stocks, bonds, and real estate crash, causing an even bigger financial crisis and recession than the one we had in 2008, but inflation stays well above the Fed's 2% target? Will the Fed let the big banks fail this time, or will Powell pivot to bail them out? Yeah, and, and uh, this is the main question, right, that we have is when will the Fed pivot? We, they, you know, they've been cutting interest rates. Oh, sorry, they've been raising interest rates, right? They're supposed to start their quantitative tightening, i.e. dumping their uh, balance sheet. Okay, we will see if that works and we will see if they are able to tame inflation, the great battle that is underway. But that is that is what we've been talking about here on this show is that the stocks, the bonds, and the real estate was still doing good over the last two years. Even though the businesses got shut down, supply chain got disrupted, it was chaos in the in the markets. The stocks, the, the cryptos, everything was doing good. Real estate was still doing good. Now that we see stocks, bonds, real estate off to the worst start of any year in history, um, and we've already confirmed that we're in a recession, how much worse will it get before the Fed pivots? Or are they going to let the banks fail this time? Or have the banks been cutting deals with a little company, a little startup out of San Francisco named Ripple, and maybe they got some pre-allocated XRP coming their way. Maybe that's their plan for uh, staying alive and, and making it to the new financial system. The Robert, the, the real Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki shares, 2008 was a great time to get rich. Everything went on sale, borrowed millions of dollars buying real estate bargains. 2013, I published Rich Dad's Prophecy, predicting bigger crash coming. That crash is here. Millions will be wiped out. Please do not be one of them. Time you get richer. Amen to that, brother. Take advantage of this opportunity. This is the greatest transfer of wealth in world history. And while many people are completely blindsided, completely distracted, talking, watching the VMAs yesterday, oh, what did so-and-so wear on the red carpet? As a financial tsunami is coming and it's on our shores now, hitting us and wiping us out, we're worried about uh, someone wearing a scandalous dress on the red carpet. Makes me want to throw up. And a uh, huge shout out to James Rule XRP. Houston, we have a problem. Trust no one. 
Watch out for WhatsApp scamming fake financial advisors. Houston man loses more than 200,000 in cryptocurrency investments. I personally know someone else who lost six figures to someone impersonating like this, WhatsApp scammers. So I just wanted to share this and say as a disclaimer, I will never use WhatsApp, period. Sorry, WhatsApp. Maybe if you guys get your, I understand they're trying to be like more decentralized, I guess, whatever. If, if they don't get their shit together, if they're not able to get the scammers out of there, I mean, I will never use it. I really have no use of using WhatsApp, but I will never use WhatsApp. I'm never going to direct message you. I only really talk to my Discord community. So no, that is not me that followed you. No, it is not me that DM'd you. I don't care how your investment portfolio is doing, which is not true. I do care. I hope you guys are making money and taking advantage of this opportunity while everything's on sale. But I am not going to send you a DM asking you how your investing is going right? These are all scammers. I can't stop them. They're in my comments. They'll be, as soon as this video is dropped, there's going to be comments down below. None of it's me, right? My user's name is the same on everything. So just stay safe. Be careful. Uh, they're, they're really bad, really bad right now. Now let's get into this, uh, Bitcoin technical analysis. Which way are we heading? We've been teetering right below 20 grand this weekend. And this is from Crypto Investor. He says, the moment you say never, never happens. I've been saying it almost all year long and still believe it now. Bitcoin was likely a Trojan horse test run. It's about to be pushed to the side for other coins, CBDCs, utility, etc. By end of year, Bitcoin stabilizes around 10K. Interesting prediction. I do actually kind of align with what this gentleman is saying right here. I don't know if that's going to take place by the end of the year, but I do believe that Bitcoin will be pushed aside. I believe it was a Trojan horse test run. I believe that it was introduced to get people um, more interested in cryptocurrency, distributed ledger technology, and get them ready to accept the CBDCs, right? And then they give Bitcoin, they give us the memes, they give us NFTs, they give us metaverse, they give us a bunch of shit that doesn't even work, doesn't have any utility, doesn't solve any problems, and they sit at their meetings at the World Economic Forum, private groups of central bankers meeting on the yachts, having fine wine and, and, and champagne while they load up on the utility, while they load up on gold, while they load up on assets that are going to run the new financial system, they give the peasants Bitcoin, ApeCoin, bullshit. Incredible setup. Well played, government, or whoever created Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto. Then we have from uh, Rekt Takashi, wrecked Takashi on Twitter. Ah, yes, Bitcoin rejecting the 200 weekly moving average for checks notes, the first time ever. So if you look at this chart, he's sharing this chart that goes all the way back to, uh, I think even before 2017, all the way back there for Bitcoin. And as you can see right here, uh, right above me, you can see that Bitcoin is rejecting off that 200 weekly moving average, which it is never done in the history of Bitcoin. You can see it's it's touched the 200 weekly moving average. It's gone below it briefly, then recovered again and gone right through it. 200, uh, and remember, the moving averages are lagging indicators when it comes to technical analysis. But what's important here is that it's never done this in history. And the fact that it's a lagging indicator and it still can't break through is showing you how much Bitcoin is struggling right now, okay? So we will watch this one closely. In my opinion, Bitcoin does go down to uh, well below 14k well below 40 i don't know about 10k i don't really care where it goes i just i i do believe that we are going down that far basically another 
uh, 40, 50% for Bitcoin. And, and you can expect the same thing to happen with your altcoins as well. That includes our XRP, which I am ready to absolutely back up the truck. If they give us, well, I bought more XRP last week. I'm about to buy more again um, here soon, probably today actually. Not financial advice, but we just continue to hit new targets in our XRP bag, in our utility bags. And uh, we're going to be taking advantage of that. So not worried at all about Bitcoin going down to 10K. Not worried at all about XRP going down to 10 cents. That would be fun. That would be a good time. It'd be a little bit crazy. I'm not going to lie. But I will definitely be taking advantage of that. Now, quick clarification. The Weekend.eth shares Mt. Gox is releasing 140,000 Bitcoin tomorrow. He shared this on August 27th. So that would have been yesterday. That was not true. That was not true. I'm going to show you in the next post. Uh, one of the Mt. Gox creditors. Eric Wall, PSA, Mt. Gox is not distributing any coins this week or the next week or the week after that. Source, I'm a Mt. Gox creditor. The repayment system is not live yet. Next stop, go and block uh, this person for sharing that misinformation. Whatever. You know, a lot of it, it, it was it was hard because we were all speculating. We were trying to figure out when is this Mt. Gox Bitcoin going to be released. It is not the case yet. It is still going to be a while. But as this guy, this this person here shared, the eight-year Ethereum ICO vesting unlocks for investors happens tomorrow too. So that would have been yesterday, the 28th. The early Ethereum ICO, the disguised whales that we talk about, right? They invested in Ethereum. They have their vesting unlocked. Okay. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Just another, just another bullet point on our, our reasons why we go lower on the bearish bullet point list. Just add it to the list right there. But XRP Crypto Wolf sharing the future is here. Visa, MasterCard and Binance are suddenly making Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, Tether and XRP payments a reality. So it looks like Visa, MasterCard and Binance are suddenly getting a deal done looking to make access here. And the fact that they included XRP on this is just you know, what's going on there? I thought the XRP was a security, right? But this is coming from Forbes, Forbes.com. So huge shout out to that. Polona, Polona, I appreciate that gift. Thank you so much for the gifts. Okay. Um, but no, this is really great to see Visa, MasterCard, and Binance making something happen here. That's good to see. Now, in regards to XRP updating for NFTs, we are five more votes away from XLS20 being implemented. We need to reach 80% and lock in for two weeks in order to let XLS20 be fully functional. So we need 80% of the validators on the XRP ledger have to confirm uh, and vote for this. And then it has to be locked in for two weeks. Then the update occurs. That's how uh, this, this uh, XRP ledger uh, consensus is reached. 80% of the validators. Now, as you guys saw, fresh ripple FUD is what we titled this video. It is in regards to this coming from Crypto Leaks. Okay, this article is being shared around. It is mostly centered around Avalanche, Ava Labs, attacking Solana and Khan's SEC and evil conspiracy with bot law firm Roche Friedman. The long and the short of it is basically Avalanche, and there's actually video evidence of this, uh, basically partnered up with this law firm, the shady law firm, and what they've been doing is they've been filing class action lawsuits and uh, litigating against the competition of Avalanche. 
okay? That's the long and the short of it. And I'm not even gonna really get into it here other than they include a piece about Brad Garlinghouse working with this same shady law firm, but let's get into this. So Mike Alfred, Luna is dead, Avalanche just committed suicide, and this is in regards to what was just shared, and there's video evidence of this. You guys can go watch it yourself. Uh, talking about how this guy was getting paid in Avalanche coins and stock to go litigate against their competitors. So Avalanche just committed suicide. Solana has a few real users and is about to go down for unplanned maintenance. Ethereum is run by mobsters who constantly threaten to slash you. That's true. And then he finishes up by saying only Bitcoin can be trusted. And that is where I disagree. I do not think that Bitcoin gets anything done. And I do not believe that it can be trusted. But nonetheless, the rest of his, the, the rest of his points there are true. Now, where does Brad come into this? Brad Garlinghouse says, can't comment on the validity of the slew of allegations in here, but I can unequivocally say that I have never met or spoken to, much less invested in Kyle Roche from Roche Friedman, the law firm. So Brad is denying these allegations. And here are the allegations. Before Kyle Roche founded Roche Friedman and made a pact with Ava Labs, he was a relatively lowly associate at the law firm Boys Schiller Flexner. They were representing Ripple, who were defending a lawsuit claiming their XRP token was an illegal security. According to Kyle, he proposed to their CEO, Brad Garlinghouse, that he create a new law firm that would specialize in suing others in crypto, using exactly the same kind of tactics that were being used against Ripple. Kyle asked that Brad become his angel investor, and curiously, Brad agreed. One might have expected he would to say less of this kind of litigation across the country. Folks, I, I'm here to tell you, I mean, if, if you want to believe that load of crap, I, I mean, I don't know what you've been watching, what you are witnessing that would lead you to believe that. But when I pull up this, this is from Riz.GaryGensler.Resign, RizXRP on uh, Twitter. The Ripple's deep cover. And he shows us. When Ripple is able to get this team assembled, when Brad is able to sit down with the IMF, the World Economic Forum, you really think that Brad is going to pay some little punk from some shady little law firm to go litigate against his competition? Ripple and XRP has no competition. Don't you get it? They hate us because they ain't us. Why would we need to pay some shady little law firm, little punk, to go fight little cases against other people when we continue to get the most partnerships? We continue to sit down at the tables that matter. We get the 43rd treasurer of the United States, the most important woman in banking, Sandy O'Connor from J.P. Morgan Chase. The most powerful woman in banking. We get the most powerful woman in currency. Probably the most powerful woman, man, person alive in currency, Rosie Rios. We get Michael Barr, who goes and joins the Fed. President of BlackRock Digital Assets. And then I also noticed this one. We have the former CEO of the DTCC, joins Ripple Labs as an advisor. Now, we just shared last week how the DTCC selected R3's Corda to be the underlying technology for the DTCC, um, their project ION, distributed ledger technology, hundreds of thousands of transactions per second, $152 trillion worth of security settlements taking place at the DTCC. And I didn't even, I, I had forgot about this, that the former CEO of the DTCC went to go join Ripple Labs as an advisor. And you really think that Brad would even take a meeting with some little punk like that? 
it, and, and it's it's the funny part is that all the other crypto kids they'll just run with this oh of course brad's dumping on you guys he's meeting with the law firm to sue his competition there's no chance folks there's absolutely no chance and you know brad obviously chiming in here denies the allegations but does it make any sense to you when brad's sitting down with this caliber of people to sit down with some little punk lo lawyer this is why I just laugh at this space, man. I laugh at these kids. You know, you got Vitalik, the, the new financial system is supposed to run on his platform. And, uh, you know, it's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. And, and like I said, they hate us because they ain't us. They don't have anyone of this caliber on their crypto team building on their project. No one of this caliber. Most powerful woman in banking. The most powerful person in currency in charge of our country's gold supply, Rosie Rios. Yeah, folks, there's just no chance that that story is true. But nonetheless, add it to the ripple FUD, add it to you know the nonsense that these people are going to continue pushing against us. Huge shout out to Dark Defender. He says the third wave of XRP targets $256. Dear Joel Katz, could you please kindly flip the switch? Now, I'm just sharing this just to bug all the haters even further because they get so mad about us talking about high prices for XRP. So in every single live show from now on, I'm just going to go pull up someone, you know, either Crypto Bull, I'm going to pull up Dark Defend, I'm going to pull up someone who has some ridiculous XRP price prediction just to piss off the haters a little bit more. Because yes, I do believe that we're going to three digits. Don't care when it happens. This year, next year, five years, 10 years. <laughs> Invest accordingly. This is not financial advice, but hey, uh, I do not believe that it is nonsense to be talking about these prices. Santiago Capital. I see silver is squeezing again. Not sure if I'll be able to get any sleep thinking about all those Lambos. Now, obviously, he's joking, but uh, Santiago Capital, yes. We've been watching this with the precious metals. Another silver squeeze is occurring right now. I'm going to share this next post with you guys. Gold and silver are disappearing from the vaults worldwide. This is from Quoth the Raven. And uh, you can see here that the gold and the silver is just flying out of the vaults at a record pace. And then also I found this down here that uh, this is from FX macro guy. Open interest in silver has also declined. The commercials are on the cusp of turning net positive position wise for the third time ever. According to the COT report, there have only been two instances when commercials turned net long on silver and black, uh, it shows black arrows on the chart here. Both times have led to decent big moves in price higher. Right now, commercials are just about 4,000 contracts net short. Very interesting setup in my honest opinion. Yeah, it's, it's a uh, short squeeze in silver. It's a suppression of gold as well, right? And then we also have the suppression of XRP and these other utility coins as well. Folks, I'm here to say that all of this FUD, all of it's been nonsense. We've proven it false time and time again here over the last year and a half. The whole reason that I got started on TikTok making comment, uh, content on TikTok was because I wanted to set the truth about XRP. On TikTok, it was just straight nonsense. Like YouTube's way better. Twitter's way better, right? But on TikTok, it was literally just all Bitcoin, Ethereum, Maxis, and pump and dump Ponzi schemes. NFT BS. Pudgy Penguins. It was complete nonsense. So that's why I started on TikTok. I was like, well, I'm going to set the truth. I'm going to set the record straight here on TikTok because people need to know what's really going on. There was no one there besides like Coach JV. TK, I see that super chat. I do appreciate you, my friend. Thank you so much.
Thank you so much for all the support, guys. If you could smash that thumbs up for me too, I would greatly appreciate that, okay? But nonetheless, guys, we're watching this setup. If you wanna get some access to the precious metals, you can head on over to my website, and at the very top, there is a link for precious metals. I will be looking, and I will let you guys know, I'm probably gonna be buying more XRP this week. Completely guilty of getting too hyped about XRP. Um, but nonetheless, we will continue to watch the situation develop, and I think that this is going to be a fantastic opportunity over the next few months as we bottom out. I do believe that we are going lower, okay? So please be prepared, have cash, stay liquid, stay safe out there. It's gonna be a little bit crazy, but from this chaos will come some order, and uh, there will be a transfer of wealth that I will be looking to participate in. I appreciate all of you guys so much. I will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.